Hi there, I'm John Collins, Director of Content at Intercom, and you're listening to Intercom on Marketing. Chapter 5, Content, then Marketing. Explaining why you've written about content marketing in a book about marketing, that itself is a piece of content marketing. Well, that's pretty meta, but I'm going to give it a shot anyway. Intercom has a content team. We're the ones who help bring this book to life. And it's staffed by editors and producers, not marketing managers or content strategists. Now, we didn't choose those titles in some effort to be cool or hip. We did it because at Intercom, we always believe in starting from first principles. So what were we hoping to achieve when we started blogging way back in 2011? Well, we simply wanted to attract customers. The early stage SaaS crowd was and is a fairly self-reflective bunch. So sharing well-written insights on all aspects of running a software business looked like a great place to start. The usual approach to content marketing is to make people want to read the things that you've already written. We knew writing things that potential customers wanted to read would be easier and the only way we knew to scale that strategy was by building an editorial team. If you want to adopt the same approach, this chapter makes the case for it and gives you a few tips to get started. At Intercom, we've never been 100% comfortable with the phrase content marketing. From day one, publishing our own articles and subsequently podcasts, print books and audiobooks like this has been a hugely successful way to raise the profile of the company and our products. The strategy was pretty simple. Share our latest, freshest understanding of the world with other startups and product people, and they would reward us with their attention. But we didn't fool ourselves that this was going to be a low-cost activity. There was a cost to us learning the things we shared. There was a cost to us taking the time to write them down and publish that knowledge. And there was a cost to us making sure we got it in front of the right people. As we increased the frequency and range of things we published, those costs grew in tandem. But it was a price we were willing to pay because it purchased high-value attention and appreciation. Even though we focused so much on producing content, it was never about marketing with a capital M. Communicating as authentically as possible attracted people who were willing to take a chance on our product when it was still less than perfect. It attracted people who shared our values and wanted to work with us, as well as repelling those who weren't a good fit. It attracted invites to talk at conferences and ultimately was a platform for our own events and world tours. This approach was reinforced by what was happening in the wider world. Over the last five years, content marketing has gone from promising a new, more authentic way for businesses to talk to consumers to something with connotations of spam and hoodwinking readers. Many startups now view content marketing as simply a box to be ticked on the mythical playbook called Zero to 10,000 Customers in Five Easy Steps. Don't get me wrong, there are some companies that do really successful content marketing driven by aggressive email captures, funnels, and A-B tests. Let's call that playbook content marketing. But there's also a growing cohort of companies like Intercom who believe that if you focus on publishing great content first, you'll be far more effective at cutting through the noise and attracting people to your product. Figma and InVision are two examples that spring to mind. And of course, Basecamp pioneered this approach and have long been an inspiration for us. Here, I'm going to share the five principles we hold most dear regarding content. Your mileage may vary, so please adapt them to your own needs. Number one, content, then marketing. Google the term content marketing and you will see pages upon pages of hacky advice about how to game the system. 
Maybe you'll find how to write just one long-form piece of content and turn it into 78 tweets, 42 Facebook updates, 8 blog posts, 4 podcasts, 2 white papers and an ebook. Or why you should be A-B testing your headlines, even though you're struggling to get anyone to visit your site in the first place. These approaches all have something in common. They put marketing first, with little concern for the content itself. But the phrase content marketing actually puts content first. It's just we've all become deaf and blind to that primacy. So, content, then marketing, became the first principle of our team. Basically, we believe if we're not creating something people will want to read, watch, or listen to, we're wasting Intercom's resources. If we were driven primarily by marketing considerations, we would never have taken the risk of publishing a 120-page hardcover book sharing everything we've learned about starting a company. But by focusing on the quality of that publication, Intercom and Starting Up, rather than marketing hacks to push downloads for something of a lower quality, we're attracting more potential customers. And that makes the whole exercise profitable. Number two, grow with editorial principles. When it comes to scaling content, applying the same editorial principles that newspapers and magazines have used for years has been the key to our success. There has to be a clear content strategy in place to do this, and that strategy should define things like the subject areas you want covered, the levels of articles you'll publish, which range from 101s to expert-sourced deep dives, the quality of articles, and the types of writers you'll lean on. Maybe that's new hires, maybe it's senior execs, or maybe even customers. Editorial principles ensure we invest our time and energy in creating content that people want to consume. That's subtly but fundamentally different than creating content we want people to consume. It puts the reader, and thus the potential customer, first, which makes it much easier to reach them. Number three, be brand relevant. When you're producing content as a brand, there's a temptation to optimize for popularity rather than relevance. But a good content program is about producing popular material that's also relevant to both your product and your brand. Here's an example. We believe that successful customer engagement comes from delivering the right message to the user at the right time and place. To that end, we write posts on our blog like send the perfect message with the five W's or a day in the life of a message. We also wrote a book, Intercom and Customer Engagement, which consolidated our learnings in this space. It proved to be a valuable source of new customers, but only because it was both useful and relevant to our brand and what potential customers might need to achieve. Number four, have an opinion. The normal marketing-driven narrative is that the world is drowning in an ocean of digital content. And as a result, you should focus your efforts on getting attention. What usually follows then is some slightly suspect SEO hack that's guaranteed to send traffic and riches your way. Our counterpoint at Intercom is that the last thing the world needs is more mediocre material. We're big believers in strong opinions weakly held, and simply having an opinion is a really easy way to sidestep this particular pitfall. Readers are also more likely to share opinionated content because it makes them look smart too. Just don't confuse being opinionated with being contrarian or even worse, angry. As Basecamp co-founder Jason Fried once said, what's missing most from business today isn't sales, service, or technology. It's a point of view. Number five, never lose sight of the real goal. People regularly ask us how we measure success with our content efforts, along with what metrics we use to determine if something is working. At traditional publishers, page views are the only thing that matters, 
and as an in-house publication, we believe that it's an important measure of whether our readership is growing or not. But it's not the only thing that matters. Page views are a great way to understand if our efforts are working and if we're adding more readers to the funnel that results in more customers. More important than that is ensuring the readers we attract are the kind of people that might be in the market to buy Intercom either now or in the future. And that can't be measured by a raw data point on a screen. At the end of the day, you're selling your product and page views can be a distracting vanity metric that amounts to little. And that's especially true if you're not reaching the right people in the first place. Playbook content marketing goes wrong because it's trying to market and sell from the get-go. We have to give you, our readers and listeners, something of value, our knowledge, our insight, or our experience before we earn the right to market to you. Our content then marketing approach means we still engage in the full gamut of marketing activities to nurture and convert leads after we've attracted them with content. So to be crystal clear, we absolutely believe in marketing in the traditional sense. But when it comes to content marketing, we know that content comes first. You've been listening to Intercom on Marketing.